Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Stan Delaney. It's a what? Oh, God, still with that, yeah. Spanish style. Are you finding you've got much kind of um, traction with that, or people... A few people have been writing, it to so the what? A few people on Twitter now respond yeah. to whatever I tweet with, so yeah. what? Yeah, which, Gary Lineker gets that. Gary which, Lineker gets that whenever he tweets, because they'll just reply, um, shut yourself or something like that. <laughs> just the first reply to any tweet he'll do will be someone says, shut yourself. Yeah. So be careful what you wish for, Sam Delaney. But he so didn't when he look, when Gary Lineker shat himself in that England international, I believe against Sweden. I can't remember. <laughs> Although fuck knows it's shared enough on Twitter and YouTube, <laughs> right? Do you think he was thinking, "Oh, I've got a great new idea for a catchphrase, yeah. um, which will really help my brand"? Well, it was kind of a visual catchphrase, wasn't it? Visual catchphrase. What I'm saying is, he didn't intentionally shit his pants during a top-flight football match in mm. order to further his reputation, boost his public profile, and increase his market value. No, it was just a mistake that haunted him forever. My invention you know, of the catchphrase, I'm Sandalini, so what, is entirely conscious. It's mm. something I've done for all of those reasons. I've created... A catchphrase because it will increase my profile it will increase the amount i engage with my audience and thus monetize my audience you see i see very cynical yes it's very a cynical. cynical commercial um act simple as that and i said I mean, that Lineker, from the beginning to be fair Lineker Lineker could have been a pioneer of the, the viral thing you know, doing this, I don't know, 25 years ago, whenever it was, when he did it, when he shot himself, mm. he might have thought, this is the sort of thing that's going to, if I do this now, it's something no other player has done, and it will attach itself to mm. me, and I will become known for it forever, and I'll be able to monetize it somehow, possibly by advertising Andrex, or Cashel, which I don't think existed at the time, but does now. Yeah. Um, so it might have been that. You know, It might have been similar cynical methodology as, as what you've got. Well... <clears throat> Yes. Listen, if I would say this. If I felt that there was some serious money to be made out of shitting my pants publicly, I would not rule out shitting my pants publicly. If I felt that it could increase my market value as a well, media personality. We've, like, we've, for instance... We've, we've dabbled know, like, in the tree saw, shitting. And that's, I, we've done you know, what? Tree same, shitting? Tree shitting's in the same ballpark, isn't it? Would you do that? Well, it depends on the context. Listen, I used to go all the time for years doing the Sky Papers in the morning. Yeah. I don't do it anymore for reasons. Right. But, what are those reasons? Well, they're boring, really. I mean, the don't main reason is I just kept cancelling all the time. 
and in the end I had a falling out with the when I was doing that plus the radio and other things the schedule got on top of me so what they yeah. would do is book me like a long way in advance and when they gave me the list of dates with me it's like you you know when we're booking the tour if someone gives me a date that's beyond the next week I just go yeah fine won't shouldn't be a problem and oh, then God. And then and they're like, there's no way I'll be doing anything then. And then when it gets to the time, I think, oh, no, why is someone <laughs> making me do that? That's really out of order. Everyone trying to pin me down and restrict my freedom. It's so suffocating. Don't they know I'm exhausted? So my creativity. Yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> when, it, um, when the t- day arrived, I was always, I was working late and to get up at five o'clock. And so anyway, I kept... The, these slots, I kept booking them up and then cancelling mm. them. Very similar to your system with the hotels. Right, yeah, yeah. But the hotels, they're very clear about their policy. They know what they're getting their way into, Yeah. right? So they're not going to turn around to you and have a go at you and say, you can't book with us anymore. We've seen what you're doing and you're taking yeah. the piss. Quite the opposite. Sky News were like, you Sam, these the are sought-after slots, right? <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of people who want to come and do this. And yeah, so, like, like, like people who've been on The Apprentice and things like yeah, that. Yeah, but precisely. People who work for the Daily Express. Listen, right, The Apprentice has been going for a long time now. And also, they used to only have Apprentice winners on, but since then they've loosened ah. it so they'll have any fucker, even if you went out in week two. <laughs> Therefore, the competition is high, right? So they go, yeah. we want, this is sought after, airspace, do not say yes unless you're sure. I go, ah, I'm yeah. fucking sure. Don't worry about that. Stick us down for all of them. <laughs> right, I'll be there. Don't you worry about that. Right, you leave that to me. Right, you just fucking make sure you've got a stack of newspapers and a brew on for me when I get there. Leave <laughs> the rest to old Delaney. Right. I'll fucking wing the rest of it. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'll fucking knock their socks off. Don't worry. Now, are you sure? Because the last couple of times you go, hey, let's not go over old ground, right? The past is the past. That was then, this is now. You can't go back. You just right, cannot you can't go, go back. back, right? People will say I'm unreliable and I cancelled at last minute, right? There's a lot of rumours flying around. He said, she said. No one knows what the truth is. Well, I do actually, Sam, because you personally There's rang up at the chain. 11th hour and cancelled because you said you were too tired. Listen, listen, right? Let's not take this down legal avenues. It's very costly for all of us, right? <laughs> Suffice to say, I will. if I say I'll be somewhere, if I say I will be, right, on a digital news channel, right, reading paper newspaper stories out and then saying things about them at six in the morning in a month hence, I will be there, right? <laughs> and then basically it got to, like, literally about the tenth time I'd called the day before and said, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Can't make it. Sometimes I'd make up an excuse. Sometimes I wouldn't. And in the end, the geezer who booked it, he snapped at me. Ooh. Fucking snapped. Fucking and hell. He went, I've had enough of this. You're taking the piss. I'm not going to book you anymore. So Jesus. I went, all right, fucking fine. I don't care. I've had you enough anyway. Get, get, you fucking do it. Review your own fucking newspaper. Yeah. See how you get on. Yeah, right? exactly. Then you'll see fucking, how fucking tough it is. Get the fucking talent booker on to fucking do it. Yeah, let's see how they're doing. Fucking gormless shit sat there on a sofa. Not even being stuttering and muttering their words out. Unable to fucking interact in an amusing way with the apprentice contestant who sat who they've sat next to. 
I think you've got out at the right time because if they're not just having apprentice winners on, if they're having any apprentice contestants yeah. on, the bar has been, you know, it's raised been lowered, in terms mate. Listen, and that, it's been it's been raised in in terms of what they will do to get on screen. Yeah, and it might it might mean that at some point you might have had to shit yourself on that sofa. Well, at Sky this News. is where we started from. Exactly. Right. Let's not let's not dwell on the reasons why I'm not on it anymore. Uh, but let's just to we wrap just have, that up. But okay. People do say that it was the golden era of newspaper reviewings, <laughs> the golden age of newspaper they... reviews on Sky News. That's what people say. Which people? But that's not for me to comment upon. That's for others to say. <sighs> you know, well-respected TV critics like, you Nick know, Jeremy, Jeremy Clarkson. Who did you say? <laughs> Nick Ferrari. Nick Ferrari. Yeah, Nick Ferrari said it. <laughs> Uh, listen, they've all fucking said it. Malcolm Gladwell, the lot. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, and you can bring fucking Gladwell into it again. Gladwell, yeah, and it's not just because me and Gladwell are tight that he said it. He said he yeah. genuinely, he, he made it appointment to view. See that? Yeah. Fucking hell. Sky, sunrise, right? I don't generally like the Murdoch media, right? But <laughs> see that Sam Delaney when they have him on it, right? <laughs> fucking hell. I set me alarm. Appointment to view stuff, that is. Right. I'm not even allowed to watch it because I'm in New York. We can't fucking get Sky News in New York. I've got to go online. I've got to get on one of them VPN things, make my computer think it's in London, and then I go online and watch Sky News, and I can see it. It's a pain it's in the what? ass, and that is the one thing I do it for. It's not for the Premier League football. I can get all that, no problem. It's for Delaney. Once or twice a month, and it's he rips those papers to fuck. Me. It's half 11 in the morning for me when it's on. I'm usually in the middle of meetings. I've got to say, look, sorry, I need a nip of the carsey for about 15 minutes. Don't ask why, but I'll be back soon as, right? And that's when I do it. Take the laptop into the bog, VPN on, Sky News, get headphones me fixed a Delaney. Headphones in if I've got me headphones. If not, then everyone in the carsey has to listen to it. I don't give a fuck. Point is, truth be told, it's where I get most of my opinions from. Last four books I wrote. Old Delaney's ideas, if I'm honest. <laughs> Don't worry, he gets a fucking drink. He gets a drink out of it whenever I'm in London. Don't worry about that. He's I see that cunt all right. Um, so, was no, po- where were we? What, the the what point was, was if I was still doing it and, you know, someone suggested to me, listen, the producer said, uh, Sam, quick word, uh, just before mm. you go on air, we'll just, while the sound guy uh, mics you up. We were wondering, we're, we're playing around with the uh, format a little bit, um, listening to what the viewers in our focus group say. I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, fine, good, whatever. So we're just wondering, we're going to try something a little bit different. Uh, we're mm. trying it with a few of our guests at the moment. We thought uh, you'd be you'd be good for this in particular. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm listening. Um, we were wondering if you might, halfway through the paper review, shit your pants. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where? What do you mean? Just there, on the sofa, while the host is talking to you. You might be on to your third story. We want you to, to just shit your pants. Right, uh, well, the first problem is I don't need a shit because I've done one before I come out. Yeah, we figured that. So if you, you could just take this pill. It's a strong laxative. Just before you go Shitting on there. Shitting pill? And it will, it will act pretty fast. You'll be ready to shit yourself quite quick. Right, and okay, fine. Listen, I don't want to be difficult. I don't want to be difficult. You pay me. I come here. I'm a professional. I do what I'm asked to do. That's no problem. Can you talk me through why exactly you think this is a good idea? Well, we focus grouped it. TV is becoming much more bite-sized now. 
Um, people expect immediate gratification, stimulation at all times. And um, we've been trying this on some of our international networks, and it's worked really, really well. And we also think that for you personally as a brand, uh, if you did shit yourself, it would get a huge amount of traction on social media um, yeah. and could make for repeat content. But what, what, what we're going to insist is that if you're going to do this, you've got to keep it in under two minutes from start to end of shit. Because um, on Twitter, the uh, the videos, we can only put out two minutes, 20 seconds. Anything longer, we can't put it out on a tweet. So, you know, just try and squeeze it out as quickly as you can. Brevity is best. Uh, our social media dude has uh, done a lot of... He's run the numbers on this. He's run the analytics. And uh, he, he's... You know, I don't know if you're interested in seeing the charts that he's produced, but um, he does have a, an optimum shit time uh, that, that would work. So I don't know if you control it. I'll be like, listen, if you think, if you're saying to me that this could boost my social media following, get people talking, maybe get me in the national papers, who knows, this time next week I could be commissioned by Sky One to do a travel show where I go on the road with Freddie Flintoff shitting myself in various <laughs> iconic locations across the British Isles, right? Is that sort of what you're implying? Yeah. yeah, I mean, who knows? The sky's the limit once you shed yourself on TV. All right, I'll fucking do it. But I want 50 quid extra catching oh. hand today when I leave. Uh, I think we can uh, look into the float. The runner's probably got some float. Uh, we'd be happy Ooh. to sign that off as an expense because presumably you'll need to buy yourself some new trousers on the way home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, I'll fucking do it. Let's go. Where's the pill? Let's get going. Come on. Once I've made my mind up on something, I just want to get it done. And then, unfortunately, just at the last minute, just as you were going on, they told you that not to do it because Katie Hopkins said she'd do it instead for 25 quid. Oh, fucking hell, I've done the pill now. <laughs> well, you're going to have to hold it in. You're going to have to hold it in. Because <laughs> if, Katie, if Katie shits herself and then you shit yourself a minute later, it's just going to look like some kind of copycat thing. It's going to embarrass all of us. Plus, then uh, we're out of pocket, seventy-five uh, yeah. pounds. So we're going to withdraw the fifty quid. I'm really sorry. It's not ideal. If you if you do it, first of all, you're going to make a fool of yourself. Secondly, <laughs> you're shitting yourself for free. <laughs> That's a gratis shit, right? And in this industry, that'll lose you respect fast. You know it, and I know it. <laughs> so you've and got a choice story. here. You don't shit the yourself why or you don't. don't do the newspapers on Sky News anymore. <laughs> That's it. They sacked Good. me because I I first agreed to shit myself. And then when they told me not to, I insisted on doing it anyway. Kicked up a stink. Quite literally. Um, so there we go. Uh, before, in the middle of that, you mentioned live shows and stuff. So it's a good time to plug them again, I reckon. We're doing live shows in the autumn. We're going out on tour. It's not going to be just us doing a podcast episode. It's going to be pre-scripted. It'll be choreographed in places. Mm. It will be fucking spectacular. So, songs. So, At least two in. songs. Strap in. Here's the dates. Right. Sunderland, 6th of September, sold out. 7th of September, Salford, six tickets left. Glasgow, 8th of September, tickets available. London, 9th of September, sold out. London, 10th of September, tickets available. Then we have two months off because we'll need that. We'll be going into rehab properly. And then in November, we're doing Newcastle on the 10th, Liverpool on the 11th, Manchester on the 12th, Birmingham on the 13th, Brighton on the 17th, Cardiff on the 18th, and Bristol 
on the 19th and tickets mm. are available for all of those shows have a look at our tweets at Top Flight Time Machine no no we're at TF Time Machine rather and our website tftimemachine.com slash live shows did you update it on the website do I remember yeah, you yeah, saying that everything nice. everything's on there now yeah excellent what did you think <laughs> of my handiwork on the dates on the website had I got it all wrong no, you got lots of it wrong but I've sorted it out <laughs> <laughs> well when it comes to putting the dates and details of live events that you're charging people money for on yeah. a public-facing website, yeah. I just think it's the thought that counts. Yeah, that, just having it? something out there helps, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, just chucking it out there, getting people thinking, getting people talking. But That's next it. time, just just outsource it to Dawson Logistics Solutions, and it'll get yeah, sorted properly. I will. I will. Jalapeno. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Jalapeño. We're recording this on Father's Day. Big day yeah. for us and a lot of canters because yeah. a lot of canters are dads. And... Um, Steve has tweeted me saying, not quite dad's on roofs, but I called my dad today to wish him a happy happy one and see what he's up to. He said, <laughs> I'm going to clean a padlock I gave to my mate Chris about 12 years ago and just got back. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a more retired dad thing than that? <laughs> so <laughs> many like, questions. He has got a brilliant day lined up, hasn't he? What are you doing today? How are you going to spend your special day? Gonna clean, clean a padlock that my mate Chris. I lent him it twelve years ago. Just got it back. Needs a good cleaning. That so you can many get a good questions. days worth out of that. So many questions. First of all, why is it taking him twelve years to get the padlock back from Chris? What's Chris well, been why? doing with it that he's now not yeah. doing with it? Secondly, how has it got in such a condition that he needs to spend the day cleaning it? Mm. And why did he not just go out and buy a new padlock? Yeah. Well, because dads. Dads, because dads. Because dads. Yeah, Did you get anything exactly. nice for Father's Day? Uh, Amazon gift token. Which Amazon is gift I, token? That's what I asked for. So was I that joint that from both of them? Yeah, that, the very little effort was made. Uh, my daughter hasn't actually got around to signing the card yet. <laughs> uh, but I'll ask her to do that later on. I've seen the card. It's not in the envelope or anything. I might just get it and just Fuck hold it up. Now, that's pathetic. Stand next to it. But I just had a bit of a bollocking off her earlier on, off what my daughter. For? Because she was, uh, she's beginning to introduce my son into various musical acts. Right. And uh, she's played him a little bit of something by Panic at the Disco. Oh, yeah. And uh, I just I don't made know one or two. about them. Are they good? 
well, I didn't think so from what I heard. I just right. I made a couple of derogatory comments. Right. And she snapped back at me and she says, Don't don't criticize my music that I like. Oh, yeah. And I said, What what? Why? That's what I'm fucking supposed to do. <laughs> Why not? It? Said, exactly. <laughs> but it's shit. She says, Don't criticize the music that I like. She said, um, I don't criticize the music you like. And I said, Yeah, you do. And she says, No, I don't. I make make a point of not doing that. And I thought uh, yeah, she doesn't actually. But then again, the music I like is all really, really good. So yeah, why would you criticise it? Yeah, I would be it? your response, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've been told in no uncertain terms not to criticise Panic at the Disco or, or any other Listen, music right, if into. you start slagging off their, t- their music or their TV, you're walking into their trap. They want well, to paint you as um, a bastard yeah. or it suits their narrative. And... You know, you're just better off confounding them by saying, you know, yeah, really it's great, everything, whatever yeah. shit they're watching, just say, I'm really into it, I love it. And then it sort of annoys them, I've found. But it's, it's classic girls. dad territory. It's classic dad territory, isn't it? That's what I'm supposed to do. You know, boy, but George what, comes on the telly, everyone's what, dad back then went, what is he? Is he a fella or a girl? What he is he? I don't know whether what he's Arthur or Martha, that fella. <laughs> oh, like, imagine now. He looks like a dog's dinner, doesn't he? <laughs> I'll tell you what, um, right, though, he's talking, quite a mover. Talking of Boy George, I got a fantastic present. I put it on okay. Twitter. It's the best of Smash Hits annual. Oh, it's I've, fucking I've great. got that as well. Have you got it? It's really I didn't get thick. It today. It's really mm. thick. You are. I got it I didn't today, get it today, yeah. but I got it a while ago, yeah. Yeah, it's so Obviously. good. I mean, wherever you open it up, there's wonderful things like the great Smash Hits nuclear debate. We ask. Do you believe in nuclear disarmament? Now, yeah. if it's if you're one of our younger canters and you're not familiar with Smash Hits, it's certainly got a claim to being the best magazine of all time. It's definitely yeah. in most people most most right minded people's top five, I would yeah. say. And it influenced so much. I mean, to be honest, when I edited Heat, I literally just got a stack of old Smash Hits. Just said to them, do this! Do yeah, it like this! I, well, I did, really. And, yeah. you know, of course, the fellas who'd launched Heat long before I got there had all been the guys behind Smash Hits. So oh, right, I just okay. wanted to... But what I liked... I mean, there's so many brilliant things about it. There are so many great pictures in here. There are long stories like two writers going to China with Wham! in that oh, historical yeah. tour of China... And they just got to just go with them and be on yeah. the road with them. I've, I haven't read that yet, but I can't wait to. I mean, there's so much stuff put aside. One of my favourite bits, which I tweeted earlier, was just shopping lists of the stars. Yeah. It was such a brilliantly frivolous magazine. These pop pop music was so huge in the 80s, sort of frivolous, fun, brilliant pop music. And the stars were so huge all over the world. And most of the biggest pop stars in the world were British. And yeah. but Smash Hits managed to like treat them just as sort of mates who you had from school, and almost bring them down. It was that first thing like Heat tried to do later is bringing celebrities down to your normal everyday level, which is a yeah. fantastic thing to do. So and, and and the celebrities as well, they didn't live in isolation in the kind of way they do now. So they were kind of they went along with it a bit more. You could pick up the phone. You could pick up the phone and just yeah. fucking. Well, they come in the office. Yeah, and they're coming the office. And of course, Neil Tennant used to be the deputy editor of Smash Hits, and then he went yeah. off, and that, and he became a pop star with Pet Shop Boys, and then they actually have an interview with him after he's become <laughs> a pop star, in which, of course, they rip the piss out of him. They insist on whenever they refer to him in the mag 
uh, putting the word singer in inverted commas. <laughs> so they all go, you know, pet shop, but former smash hit staffer and pet shop boys singer in inverted commas, Neil Tennant. Because, of course, he had that speaking way. But this is one of the best things. It's just like they rung up a load of really famous pop stars and just said, tell us your shopping list. Right. And yeah. I just, I, I spent ages poring over this. I was reading these out to my wife this morning and she right. was spellbound. <laughs> I haven't captured her interest and attention so wholly in years. Um I will tell you my favourites. My favourite is John Taylor, who is sort of. I often think John Taylor is who Patrick Bateman out of American Psycho was based on, right? Because he's he's almost like the human embodiment of everything about sort of chrome plated eighties <laughs> culture. Yeah, um, uh, I've actually read John Taylor's autobiography, which is fucking worth a deep dive on these days. <laughs> John Taylor's shopping list is this. Bear in mind that Kirsty McColl has just lifted, listed three things. The, the London Standard, Perrier Water, Bog Rolls. Nice. nice. Kirsty McColl keeping it simple. John Taylor. I always buy an LP by someone who's selling more records than us. Oh. Some chocolate. Any chocolate. A packet of hey. cigarettes. Different times. Oh. It's a kid's mag, by the way. Yeah. Um, four. I always buy magazines. I can't stop. My favourite ones are a New York mag called Details and, of course, French Vogue. Yeah, of course, obviously, yeah. And then lastly, he's written, I never buy food, brackets, I can always eat out. Oh, <laughs> imagine that. Awesome. He's always imagine being John Taylor. He's always just in a top restaurant eating Nouvelle yeah. Cuisine, which he never touches because he's in and out of the bogs doing the iron filings non-stop. <laughs> and I remember there's an interview once with, um, with, with Morrissey by Tom Hibbert, who was one of oh, the greatest yeah. writers of all great. time. Yeah. And uh, Tom's first question to Morrissey was, what's the matter with you? That's in here. I just read that <laughs> is it today. There, is it? Yeah. <laughs> what's the matter with you? <laughs> and he tries to convince him. The whole interview is him trying to convince He's just released Meet His Murder, and that's what right. the interview is about. And all Tom right, Hibbert yeah. tries to spend the whole interview telling Morrissey that the reason he looks so shit and he's so ill all the time, is because he meat. doesn't eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> Magnificent. What's the matter? Anyway, listen, I genuinely think that this is worthy of a deep dive at some point in the future. There is so much great stuff in this annual. It is deep diveable in a massive way. Okay, um, we'll do that then. And there's great lyric. They print all the lyrics and stuff as well, really funny lyrics. Um, so anyway, that was my... And also, my... Dad, who you know we've I've made mention of before, tried to sue his builders and defend himself in court over a stolen ladder or allegedly stolen <laughs> ladder. The court ultimately found otherwise. But so Father's Day obviously holds painful memories for me. Yeah. Um. So what have you done? What did you do? You know that I threw the meat. It was it was Father's oh, yeah, Day that. two I mean, years what, ago. What, what have you done? Well, the day, because of that. I haven't done anything Father's Day since. I think that was two years ago. Maybe it was Father, three. Th- no, the year two. Father's Day ended. Well, my attitude since then was that just summed up every Father's Day and birthday I've ever celebrated mm. with him. In as <laughs> much just as broke off all contact with your dad, you have to day. you have to constantly convince him. You have to convince him to come out to celebrate his special day, and in the end, it becomes wearisome. Anyway. Today, since Livergate, no one's really fancied it, right? Because it's scarred everyone's memories. But 
my brother said, why don't we go and see Maradona? I said, I'd love to see Maradona. Why don't we go and see it together? And he went, oh, we right. could invite Baz. That's our dad, right? And yeah. we could uh, we could do it. We could invite him along. We'd take him out tonight, Father's Day. I went, all right. But I said, I'll fucking tell you this much. First of all, he'll say, why do, why? You'll ask him and he'll go, why would I want to go to the cinema? And he'll have some big <laughs> profound reason as to why. Anyway, look, I'll tell you what. I said, don't, I said, fine, if he wants to come, come, but you ring him, I'm not doing the call. He calls him up. He goes like this to him. Hi, Dad. Would you like, me and Sam would like to take you to see Maradona at the cinema tonight. He's gone. Why? He went, because it's Father's Day. Is it? Yeah, it is. I don't like going to the cinema. Why not? Because I need a wee all the time. You can't pause it. Right, okay. Anyway, but thanks for the offer. Good point. Anyway, I don't like Maradona. My brother's gone, yeah, well, doesn't doesn't really matter too much if you're interested in football. And so he goes, I think he's a drug-taking idiot. <laughs> so that's as far as I got with my dad's Father's Day. That was Father's Day. Mm. Well, I, I ain't seen my dad. I went and seen him yesterday, and that was good enough for him. It was good enough for me, so, you know. He's having dinner at my brother's house this dinner time, so... Yeah, and you're, I went not, to, I you're not welcome to, around there, are you? I wasn't invited. Oh, but um, I went to Timemouth Market with my daughter, so I did like a dad and daughter thing. There's a book yeah, fair. That's on. nice. That it's more about. I think once you become a dad, yeah, it's more about you than it it's is your own me. dad. Exactly. Yeah, the, the, my I really own father is that. an afterthought. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a small thing. Uh, my both my kids made me nice cards. Um, my my uh, my daughter made a really beautiful, like artistic one with sort of calligraphy style saying dad on it and a painting and but my son wrote a list of things that we both love on the front of the card high on the list my imaginary football universe (laughs) top of the list (laughs) yeah or was that just the only thing on the list (laughs) there was a few other things that came lower like football west ham it was all football themed but top of the list my imaginary football universe and i'm like yeah you know what you forgot to put on though which i'm a bit annoyed about the coins I think oh, all this yeah. talk of the imaginary football universe and the Earth Tournament and Spencer Whitehouse has distracted us He's from the coins. forgotten what it's all about, really. And it, you, what it's all about is the coins. All that makes me think is, sooner I get back down to the Isle of Wight, the better. Yeah. Get back on the coins, back in my natural environment. Yeah. Um, I've got a, an email to read out. We can do right. that before we go if you want. It's Because yeah. um, you mentioned your dad, and this is about courtroom shenanigans. Uh, it's from Mike, and he says, I was 19 and on jury duty, halcyon days of 2006. I had to get into Ipswich from in a neighbouring town with no car or money. I had to get the early bus. Got to the bus stop for about 6am and was the only one waiting when the bus stopped. The doors opened to reveal the finest bullshitter to ever cross my oh. path. He says, this driver was 60, 60-odd, grey-haired fat bloke named Ken, I later found out. <laughs> he opened with, Hello! You're up early. Where are you off to? <laughs> I mumbled, jury duty, Ipswich. <laughs> he took a moment to print a ticket, and as he handed my change back, looked me straight in the eye and said, oh, yeah, I've done that. <laughs> I'd take a year off work to do the Chechenian war crimes trial at the <laughs> Old Bailey. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I hurried to the back of the bus, thinking, wouldn't that be at the Hague or in Russia or something? And why would they call a bus driver who's clearly lived the majority of his life in East Anglia? 
I had to take this same bus for the next two weeks and was invariably the only one on it. And as my confidence grew, I'd ask the odd question as I took my ticket. What 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 were the crimes? Oh, you know, massacres and that. <laughs> General massacring stuff. <laughs> what was the evidence? Uh, Russian women talking and pictures of graves. <laughs> who, 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 who was on trial? General, and then Mike's put mumbled Russian syllables, and then Anov at the end. <laughs> general, General, Anov. Yeah, you're a real and, bastard. Uh, uh, this is the one I never forget. Uh, find them guilty? Well, I said not guilty because of a point of law. <laughs> and then Mike, Mike said, I reckon Ken defends himself in court. Yeah. So... Ken said, I said not guilty because of a point of law, but it got past 11 to 1. The judge gave me a knowing nod when he put his cap on. <laughs> hey, you know. Hey, yeah. I like you. Got your, I got your card marked, mate. Yeah. <laughs> These fucking goons have said guilty, but I know that you worked it out. <laughs> you should be I sitting said, here in my fucking place. <laughs> yeah. I'll go on holiday for a couple of weeks. Maybe you can sit in. Get some time off the buses. I'll sort it for you. He uh, says, I found the tactic of one or two questions a day kept this fantastic bur- torrent of bullshit going for the full two weeks. Thanks for that, Mike. That is magnificent. That is uh, great. That's, that's all we've got time for. for yeah, we'll have more of that kind of quality content tomorrow because uh, yeah, in tomorrow our mailbag, there's a lot Tuesday stacked milk. up. Mailbag, mailbag delve we'll do mm. that for you uh, yeah thanks for listening keep the tweets and the emails coming in with all your stuff uh, we do appreciate it we do and we do love you yeah thank you goodbye keep it canty Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.